You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. Speaking of America, our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for gold. And DraftKings has a medal-worthy offer just for our listeners. Listen to this great offer. So you can place any pre-event wager of $1. That's $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. So that's 100 to 1 odds on an American athlete to stand on that podium and receive gold, silver, or even bronze this week. 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this doesn't come around often. So sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook right now to get in on all of that sweet action. I personally love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's super easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and limitless ways to get in on all of the action. Our friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and you know what? I know you will too. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code THPN to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only, only in DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's going on, everybody? It's Bar Down Breakdown. We're back. And this episode uh, that you're going to get is going to be a super cool one. Uh, we got to speak to all of Sharia Moore, a uh, really great up-and-coming band that just signed a couple of months ago to Equal Vision Records. Uh, their single, Burn, uh, of which uh, there's it's just the most wild music video that you've seen. Um, it's a blast. Uh, they're a, a great band and I'm really, really stoked um, that uh, Mikey got an opportunity to talk to them. So that's uh, the bummed. real reason that it is a super cool episode is because you don't have to listen to Tom nerded out about that's production me. and variants of vinyl or whatever nerdy other stuff Tom talks about. Well, so listen, you get me with the just straightforward, short, simple questions. And that's fine because one of these days, uh, maybe episode 160, we're going to get a uh, an expert on Russian and Czech hockey players. And I'm just going to let you do that whole interview. And then you're just going to sound like a dumb idiot trying to say they're, they're super incredibly hard to say names. But before we jump into uh, the really super awesome interview we do with all the guys in Triamore, uh, let's talk about it. Um, you know, when this interview comes out, uh, we'll be past it a little bit, but the Seattle Kraken have completed the draft, the expansion draft. Um, a couple of things to talk about, uh, you know, we'll talk about what the Islanders did, which is kind of our close to home thing. But um, so before the the draft aired on ESPN2, which I have a, an opinion about all itself, because uh, it was like awful, 
Uh, production values were terrible. It was just super kitschy and weird. Uh, not a great start for ESPN and hockey, but um, almost all of the picks leaked like prior to the draft. So like it pretty much made most hockey fans not even bother tuning in, which is a bummer, which is a bummer on for the NHL. Um, because I mean, was it cool that like, we kind of knew what was going on beforehand? Yeah, I guess so. But like, you know, the whole idea that you watch a draft is to, you know, to kind of be invested and to be surprised. And there was none of that. So I think that was kind of a bummer. Uh, hopefully, you know, if there's ever another expansion team that comes in, uh, they, they work on that because I think that that kind of kick, kick the NHL uh, in between the, the legs a little bit. And, and, sort and of- you know, what really surprises me is Lou Lamorello always runs such a, like a closed door where he doesn't mm-hmm. even tell his like local beat writers, anything. Mm-hmm. And even his pick leaked. So it makes yeah. me wonder that the leak happened on the other end, like, like the Seattle media or something yeah. must have leaked it because if it was up to Lou, he would never ever have let it be known that Jordan Eberle was the pick that, yep. that Seattle took. So it, it must have happened over on the West coast. Yeah, it, it must've been. And, and it's just the man, I, like you, did you watch any of it or you didn't watch any of it? No, it's like probably I, a good thing not. that you did. not It's a good thing that you didn't because uh, the production value was terrible microphones weren't working. They, they really tried their best, um, to, you know, capture the atmosphere of Seattle. Like they went to the Pike place market and they did the fish throwing stuff and, and like Macklemore and Macklemore was there. I heard and, that was the best part actually. No, I mean, Macklemore was awesome. Uh, there was actually some dude, uh, and I can't think of his name, but he's part of the, um, the Seattle, uh, soccer team. Um, and, uh, he, he was, he was great. He got the crowd all riled up. Um, but, um, honestly, man, it was just like a bad, it was very like lame. It really was like, it was like the way it was put together was lame. It was very inauthentic. Um, and because you knew all the picks, it was like, why am I really watching this? Now, the one thing I will say that was great was, um, um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, from the pens, uh, was it Brandon Tanev? Tanev? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. dude. The, the, his his like graphic picture is just like him like looks like a wide eyed yeah like, like looks he's, like he saw a ghost and the best thing about it is like he like mentioned it he's like oh you put my sick graphic up there like great I look like such an idiot and then like the like the main curator of the whole thing was like oh is is that the uh, the picture that you took when you heard you were getting taken by Seattle it's like what like yeah like that's literally what he said I was just like oh this is that's great way to way to bury the franchise when it hasn't even stepped on the fucking ice. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I mean, let's, you know, let's talk about it from our perspective as Islanders fans. So, um, you know, obviously there was a, it it seems to be that there was a deal put in place, uh, to, uh, influence the Kraken to take Jordan Eberle, uh, who they did, who uh, as of right now, when you look at that roster, Ebbs is like their star player. I mean, well, so this is what I was telling you in our group chat. You know, when we all looked at the Vegas roster, yeah, we all kind of said the the same same thing. thing Yeah, because the the players that were exposed for some of these teams Mm -hmm. are, you know, your your third line guy that is has played enough NHL games, but Mm -hmm. is also not like a vet. Yep, 
and hasn't really been given a chance yet to be a top six guy. Agreed. And that's what happened is Vegas had all these players that were kind of just written off that just could have been a top six player, but there was already someone ahead of them. So they were were paying their dues and they they didn't get the opportunity yet. So it's really hard for us to say that. Like, obviously, Jordan Eberle, like you said, is like, oh, the best player because he's already been that established established, top six guy. So like, yeah, they're, they're going to have a few of those mixed in, but the team is not just built with only Jordan Eberle's because, you know, they have to follow the same cap rules as we do. So yeah, they couldn't and, and obviously do that. It, exactly. And that's the other thing that, that like, you know, you go into this draft and, you know, like we talked about in our last episode, you know, we listed all of the players that were left unprotected and there were some really big names on that list, but you know, you do have to remember that there are cap restrictions and had they had taken all of these big names, you know, they would have been millions and millions of dollars over there, over, over cap. Um, I do think it's, it's interesting. Um, uh, the, the, this carry price situation in which essentially, um, price has kind of went and said that, you know, he, he didn't, he doesn't know if he's going to be playing next year. Um, you know, because of health issues and things like that, which is um, uh, crestfallen Shea Weber actually as well, who announced uh, just actually today that he won't be playing next season and he may not be playing ever again, unfortunately. But, um, you know, Carey Price would have been something to to build around. And I guess that's kind of the idea when Vegas took Marc-Andre Fleury. So I guess a lot of people were thinking that, oh, you know, they'll take Carey Price as a, as a really solid goaltender goal to kind of build the, the franchise around. But, you know, they went in a different direction. Uh, I mean, they took, a, you know, a really good goalie from from the the Cats, who is most likely going to be their, uh, you know, their, their starting goalie. But it's going to be interesting to see um, how free agency plays out for all of the NHL, the Kraken included, to see what kind of deals they make uh, to bolster their roster. But uh, just to talk a little bit about, you know, where the Islanders are are at now after, um, you know, getting rid of Eberle's salary. Um, it looks like the Islanders have uh, something to the tune of about 21 or 22 to play with is, is what I think I read. Yeah, um, and it could be even more than that. Um, I do want to, before we move on to talk yeah. Islanders, you know, a lot of those backdoor deals haven't been announced yet mm-hmm. of like what the, cracking or getting like under the table yeah that helped like guide their decisions on who they drafted yep but you would imagine that they're going to get a bunch of draft picks like yeah you know probably for this year and next year and the years to come and <laughs> it just makes me think you know the cracking don't have their ahl team for this season mm-hmm. so they're splitting and sending their guys to the Charlotte checkers team. Yep, so like yep. the Panthers and the, and the Kraken are going to have just like one mega AHL team. Yeah. And it's like, man, you know, being local, I'm super excited about that. Cause I'm sure that they're going to be just grade a prospects. Yep. All, You're absolutely all across right. the board. So I'm yep. sure that they're going to be pretty stellar. Yeah. And, and I mean, the other thing too, you know, uh, by the time this episode will have aired, uh, the 
actual NHL draft would have come, will have come and gone. It's actually uh, the 23rd and the 24th. So, um, you know, a lot of things are going to potentially be happening there. Maybe not so much for the Islanders because they don't have a lot of picks. Uh, but, um, you know, for the rest of the league, um, you know, from what I've understood about the draft, it's, it's not a tremendously deep draft this year. Um, but uh, free agency, of course, opens on the 28th. So I think a lot of deals are going to be set in perpetuity that can't actually really go through until the 28th, but I think a lot of interesting things are going to happen. So I'm really excited for that. Um, having said that let's real quick, just kind of touch upon, uh, the Islanders here. So, uh, they've been linked to a couple of different names. Um, you know, one being Vladimir Tarasenko, one being Gabriel Landeskog, you know, as potential suitors, uh, on the team. But I think what you'd probably think Lou is going to do is, lock down the important parts of the team that are there first. So obviously a deal for Pellick, uh, a deal for Bavillier, hopefully um, a, a deal for, for Kyle Palmieri, um, you know, a, a, a Sorokin, a Sorokin, Sezikis, you know, keeping the, the core of the team intact. And then with whatever funds are left over, potentially going after, uh, you know, a guy like uh, Tarasenko or, or Landeskog. Um, I've heard, some rumblings on Twitter about Jack Eichel, but I think that's never going to happen. I just don't think we have enough money for it, nor yeah. does, nor, nor does he, you know, nor, I, I'm not going to say that the team doesn't need him because anyone could use Jack Eichel. But I think that as far as the scheme in bolstering the current team, a guy like, uh, you know, Tarasenko or Landeskog would probably fit more into that scheme of just getting a dedicated sniper that can just, you know, plays can be made around them. And then they just have the visibility to just put pucks in the net. So um, that's kind of where, what I imagine happening. I don't know what you think um, is, is going to be done, but you know, what, what do you have uh, on your vision board? Well, you know, you mentioned those core guys mm -hmm. and that's number one priority is, is yeah. locking those core guys and it's not going to be cheap. You know, we're mm -hmm. we're not talking about like a fourth liner that we're locking up. We're like, oh, you're right, you're right. First of all, we're locking up maybe our most important defenseman. Absolutely. You know, one Absolutely. of two of the yep. most important defensemen in mm -hmm. our franchise. Yep. So that's gonna that's gonna be expensive, and yes. it might be in the you know six, seven, eight million dollar range. It just could for him alone. So. Mm -hmm. When all is said and done, we're looking at maybe the Islanders having eight million in cap space after they lock up their core. Mm -hmm. And then you still have to replace Letty. Yep. You still have to replace Eberly. Yep. So that that <laughs> that leaves you a, a small window to do that where you know, mm -hmm. yeah, if you go after one of these big name free agents, that's gonna eat up all that money and then what? You know, yep. we don't have necessarily a deep prospect pool that is NHL ready. Like you're not yep. going to just throw Ro Robin Salo in just yeah. because he's, you know, tearing it up in Finland or wherever he's playing yep. right now. Like, yep. you gotta, you gotta think about that. You know, we lost two huge parts of our core. Yes. Mm -hmm. Their contracts made it We're... a little bit easier for Islander fans to swallow. Yes. But you know, if we're thinking Stanley Cup or bust, we can't just throw all the chips in on one of these big name free agents. Um, 
you know, maybe signing Palmieri is, is a step that we need to to do it, rather yeah. than going after the big fish doing Palmieri. He already knows the system a little bit. Sure. He, yep. he, he said that he wants to play here and mm-hmm. with a full season of him on the team, like maybe we'll see hit the Palmieri that we saw in the playoffs and then damn, like, there we go. Like, that's what we need. Exactly. So, and and then, I mean, you know, and then the other idea, of course, too, is, you know, I, I think we had talked about it before, but, you know, potentially maybe going after, uh, you know, a veteran presence that could, you know, fit and maybe might not cost as much money. So, you know, like a guy like, you know, Parise, for instance, you know, who you could potentially get on the cheap or even, um, you know, um, I mean, you know, I, I think uh, for, for a D guy, like for a kind of veteran presence, I, I think like Yandel is available, right? Um, you know, so like a couple, you know, some, a, a guy like that who might not be um, a tremendous hit to cap, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see, so, you know, what, yeah, what Lou's yeah. vision is, right? So you also have to realize that this team runs a Barry Trot defense first system mm-hmm. where... Keith Yandel is an offensive defenseman where he's a veteran in probably a little past his prime where Mm. he's not all of a sudden he'd be like, yeah, let me go adapt this defensive first. That's true. Like agreed. We also have to keep into consideration the type of system that we run where, you know, maybe Tarasenko wouldn't fit in our system or Landskog won't fit into our system. That's so true. I would much rather a player that fits our system rather than just getting this big name and throwing him in and be like, Oh, hopefully he works out. Like mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be a, a, a tough decision as I'm sure it was super tough to, to let Eberly and, and mm. Letty go. Um, yeah. Obviously the lad one was a no brainer. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, we shall see. This yeah, is definitely fun, fun part of, of the off season when mm-hmm. things start moving. I just saw that the hurricanes traded their goalie to Detroit. Uh, I'm not going to attempt to say his last name, but everyone just calls him Ned. And <laughs> he, uh, he, he won the Calder cup with the Charlotte checkers and yeah. then got called up to the hurricanes this past season, did really yep. well and yep. proved himself. And now mm-hmm. the hurricanes are shipping him out. So that's, that's yeah. a big move and him and Grice, that's a good, one two combo. It's a good maybe the uh, Detroit's yeah not that far uh behind in their rebuild. Maybe that rebuild's yeah. happening a little quicker. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, man. That <laughs> the Red Wings uh got a got a lot of rebuilding. That's like, you know, going from a uh you know, a mansion, you know, in the nineties to a uh cardboard box. Tiny house. So they to a, no, not even a tiny house, man, to a cardboard box. Uh, they got a lot to do, a lot to do, but, uh, um, you know, but it, it, interesting things are happening in free agency, you know, uh, Barclay Goudreau just, uh, signed a six-year deal with the Rangers, you know, um, but winning a cup, man, that's, that's what happens. You know, all of a sudden, all these, uh, all these names start getting, uh, some, some pretty big deals because they were in, in, you know, an integral part in, uh, making sure that cup got hoisted. But, um, you know, us, man, we're hockey fans. So we're going to be watching free agency, uh, and and the draft, uh, with bated breath. Uh, so having said that, thanks for listening to us talk about hockey for a little bit. Now listen to us talk about Sharia Moore.
um, interview with, uh, with, with the whole band, uh, talking a lot of, of really cool stuff, talking about, um, you know, what's coming up next for them, uh, their single that they've put out, uh, getting onto equal vision records, their transition from, uh, you know, the, their old band name and their kind of old band ethos, uh, you know, to the, to the genesis of what is Sharia, you know, Sharia more now, uh, but you'll hear all about that. So uh, enjoy our interview with them. We'll see you on the other side. episode 126 and we are joined by sherry amore so dudes what's going on How, how's uh baltimore maryland going for you guys i saw the ray lewis jersey in one of your rooms Dude. <laughs> it's, it's not, not even mine. yours uh it's uh it's the our other roommates yeah but uh yeah i mean we like Life sports. Is good. We like sports. <laughs> Life is good. Yeah, yeah we're living. How okay. are you doing, man? Good, man. I'm I'm uh on daddy daycare duty this summer. I I have a nine month old daughter, and we pulled her out of out of daycare since I'm a teacher. So every single day yeah. has just been me going on for very long walks around my neighborhood trying to kill time. <laughs> <laughs> but. It, it, it's actually a lot of fun and I, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I get to do this because, you know, normal people that aren't teachers don't get to spend this much time with their, with their kids. So I'm, I'm enjoying it for sure. Awesome. What grade do you teach? I teach fourth grade, but this upcoming school year, I'll be teaching third grade. So we'll be a little bit of adjustment there. Yeah. I was about to say, wow. <laughs> Honestly, that's impressive, man. You must have some major patience. Too much, man. Too much patience. (laughs) (laughs) A bulk warehouse of patience. (laughs) (laughs) Costco, Costco of patience. CJ's. So yeah, you know, I, I definitely wanted to get you guys on because about a month ago, I saw you know Equal Visions, Maddie from A Lost in Words just like blasting your debut single out. And I I just instantly had to check it out. Just when you get names like Equal Vision and Maddie from A Loss of Words, plugging someone, you, you take it seriously. So, you know, your first 
the first time I listened to you guys was actually watching the video for burn. And that that's not always the case. A lot of times where I discover bands is like, I'm listening on a Spotify playlist or just like someone tells me to check them out. And I check out, you know, their, their links that they share or whatever. So my first experience with you guys was this killer music video. I was like, Holy (laughs) cow. Like there was like a two minute intro before there's even any music being played. I'm like, this is next level stuff. And then the first like musical notes you hear, and it kind of has like the, the black street vibes from like those like early nineties R and B, you know, what you, you definitely, (laughs) definitely uh, missed, you know, you don't really hear music like that. And I'm like, wait, I thought that this was an equal visions band. And then it just gets into it. And I'm like, wait, is this a metalcore band? Like, what is this right now? And it was just like all over the place. And I was just loving it. So I had to reach out and I was like, yep, they're coming on here. And I'm <laughs> so pumped that all of you guys can join me. So let, let's kind of just peel it back because right now that's the only single that's out for you guys. So, you know, I, I know that this isn't your first rodeo. You guys had other projects that you're a part of, but like, how did Sherry Amore get started and, and maybe this new rebrand that you guys have done? Yeah, um, I always throw this to you. You always answer this question well. Um, <laughs> like, we used, to, we used to be this band called One Life's to Lead and um, doing the whole pop punk, like, easy chorus type thing. Um, We've gone through a bunch of lineup changes, so that's that's one factor, right? Um, met up with Alan Day last summer, and you know, recorded this, and that was another factor, like next level, like you were saying. Um, yeah, now nah, then Equal Vision reached out, and or we started talking, and that kind of was another factor so there's a bunch of factors in changing the name and rebranding the from the previous project we had that vision and we kind of we kind of got where we wanted to be and uh yeah we kind of outgrew it too outgrew that's the probably what i was summing up to be is like you guys always kind of had like the r&b hip-hop with the pop punk thing but you guys kind (laughs) of outgrew that especially when me and casey joined we added like heavier elements and stuff like that. So it was kind of like finalizing the sound. And then we were so a local band at the time. So like, we're like, should we change the name? It doesn't make sense. And then like, like Ronnie said, um, we started talking to equal vision and it just made sense. We were our final form. We evolved. So when you <laughs> initially went into the studio, were you still going into the studio under your old band yeah. name or did you guys already yep. do the re? Oh, okay. Yeah, we, yeah, our, yeah I, we didn't think of that. Well, at least I didn't until after we left after, the studio. Maybe yeah. a month after. I was like, yeah, I would, I would say it was part of like once we were finished in the studio, we started talking about future plans. And then that's mm. when the rebrand really started to become like a question like, all right, the music's like really changed. Like yeah. we should consider changing the name. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> you guys um, were in the studio with, Alan from four years strong, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. So I guess my like 
when when I talk about producers and especially someone that's in like <laughs> you know a, a band like Four Years Strong that's been around for 10 15 years at this point like that that's pedigree especially in like the pop punk world to to make it that long yeah. so like how did you guys get on his radar like to, to even get into the studio with him yeah so um i guess i can run it back <laughs> um so uh brain pain comes out what end of february um we what a great student. record too oh my god that was the best, record, best record of the year whole year entire record um Yeah, so we see me and Brendan go to <clears throat> the Silver Scene show and uh, four years on that tour, too. Um, we we didn't know Alan at this point. And it's like, so I, it's crazy how he, like, he slid into our DMs, like, two days later. And then, like, in the middle of the night, Brendan's, like... Like, 3 a.m. Like, like, yeah, 3 a.m. <laughs> Alan Dave from, like, four years hitting us up. Like, he wants to he wants to work with us. Like, I'm talking to him. And, um, yeah, like... Phone the numbers were, huh? Yeah. So, uh... Gave us a lot of we, advice, because we didn't know what we were even going to yeah. do at that point. Like, we were writing music, but we didn't know, like, as a local what, band, rap- like... Is it time to do a full length? Do we do another EP? Do we do the single route? Because like like I said, we all they always had the hip hop R and B shit. So it's like, what what do we yeah. do next? So, I mean, if he didn't hit us up, I don't I don't know where we would be. Frankly, no, I don't. Yeah, it wouldn't be here. Seriously. Yeah. So yeah. like you guys, I'm guessing like introduce yourself at this show, or he just no, just I, I think know. we we saw them on like a. a monday or tuesday and mm-hmm. it was like a it's like a thursday night into a friday that he was hitting our like dms up like he he just probably stumbled stumbled across something on the the explore page yeah or something. I, that's what i think i think it was maybe he found yeah, us on like, like ig because when you're on instagram and you like go to your explore thing it shows what's around you like baltimore stuff like that and we always tag baltimore so i personally think that's what had happened maybe he was yeah. swiping but like we did it's like we we just saw him as like a fan and then now he's like we went to a show and then now he's like in our dms like wow that's crazy like yeah that is that's that's a story man that's that's beautiful you love it love to hear stories like that and, right. and did he uh link you guys up with equal vision or was that something completely separate uh, so, too? That was way after we even finished. Okay. So this... the, the the thing had been done for like <laughs> but the, the snipers are on you. Done. The, the thing vision done. snipers are on you right now. There's a I red know, dot right? on your forehead. The the thing had been done for what like two, three, four months, probably. Yeah, I feel like we started like, you know shopping the music around in like november yeah like November. so we finished we finished everything we did with him and like like we said before we were just like what do we do because we we've never done any like this is the biggest thing we've done yet as a band it's like this stuff is too good too good to just waste to just throw out there and not have anything done so like 
it was it was a while that we were just like i think afraid to like release it and not anything coming from it but out of nowhere i was sending it to people getting opinions um and i started talking to tate from the band happy and he was like dude why aren't you why aren't you sending this out to people you gotta you gotta send this out this is awesome i was like you do that like that's what you do <laughs> and he was like yeah he was like right. it's all like, good. Yeah. Here you here you go and shot me list of emails and got a couple responses from different a couple different people, but all in all, Equal Vision was it felt like home right away to me at least. I don't know if I guess the other guys feel that way too because we're here now. But we started talking to Stephanie and it's it's been a long time. It's been a very long time coming since then. Yeah, well, you know, if I'm kind of piecing together, you know, the the timeline stuff, you know, you're shopping this record out probably in the middle of covid yes so you know other (laughs) bands that we've talked to when they were doing that a lot of labels were like we don't even know if we're going to be a label (laughs) after covid like they didn't know how long the the country and the world was going to be on lockdown and didn't know how long it was going to be until their bands can go out and tour so even though these bands have had you know killer records before and they went into the studio with some of the biggest producers and when they shopped it out, they were still getting shut down because of COVID. So the Very fact lucky. that, yeah, that equal visions wanted to scoop you guys up. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Well, equal visions is one of those labels that isn't going anywhere. It's, it's a powerhouse in the alternative scene. And it's so wild to think that this, label that has put out some of my favorite bands is in the middle of freaking albany new york like it still makes no <laughs> crazy sense to me yeah because I, I actually lived for four years in albany that's where my wife is from and i even remember going to state champ shows and, and you know that's their mm-hmm. their hometown heroes hometown. and yeah they were they were selling them out but there were maybe 500 cap rooms and this is you know Finer Things is already out. Like this band is already mm-hmm. playing Warp Tour, and they're only playing 500 cap rooms. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, it, it's just <laughs> not not the best music scene. So uh, the fact that Equal Visions is there is just always always such a mystery to me. They're awesome people there. So awesome. I can't wait to yeah. like meet them all in person because we have not we have not met a single person in person at all. Wow. Right. All right. over Zoom, yeah. just like this. Everybody. Zoom meetings galore. Yep. <laughs> we even Gotta did pre-production. That. Pre-production for all the songs was over the internet. Wow. Just because we. Yep. It was July when we went in and did the record. Like we were masked up, yep. social distancing, distancing the whole nine yards. Like it was different, very different. For sure. So, you know, we know that you were in the studio, and obviously, you must have recorded more than just burn. So are, are we expecting an, an EP or, or like, have you decided on the direction that you guys are going to do where it's going to be like a single every couple of months, like bands are doing? Alan recommended that, <laughs> that we do not do a full length because labels like to put a band's first record out. So we took his advice. And I think that's all I can say. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'd like, uh, I'll, Everybody has their own theory. Like, just, just you know, whatever you think is, you know, what's going on. So. 
There's songs coming. Yeah, all theories are valid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we we should expect more. Whether what whatever format it comes in, we should just expect more. Oh, there's yes. always going to be more. <laughs> it never stops. I love that. Yeah, we're putting our songs out on LimeWire. <laughs> yeah, that's the only spot on the internet you can find anything we're going to put out from now on. Today, today's date is the 27th, correct? That people are seeing this? Yes. Okay, so it may be today, maybe tomorrow. You'll see something. Okay. Yeah, okay. We don't, we maybe don't you already saw it and that's why you're watching this. Uh, it's possible. I'm from right. the future. But yeah, something, something you know, is coming or it already happened. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> We're we're living in this matrix world right now, where we Pretty don't much. know. Yeah, if it's now, or present, future, whatever. It, it we yeah. we got music. That's all. I'm trying to be Morpheus. So let's let's just kind of dive into the whole um, kind of like package that you guys created for your first single for Burn, because like I said, you know, it it's what caught my attention so did you guys know that that was going to be the single once you recorded it like and or was there there's some label pushing you to go in that direction or we knew burn was going to be a single way before we even recorded it i think before casey i think was even in the band we had burn as like a demo i can actually look on my phone yeah it was like march 2019 yeah I'll, I'll, I'll check. i i remember i remember hearing him play it and start to you know go do whatever on it right um and i i knew then it was like yeah this this, this one, is it this one's gonna be hot <laughs> <laughs> and um may 2019 may 2019 okay may so, 4th actually so when it finally got out there must have just been like such a relief to get that out to your fans so and, and to there you go um <laughs> yeah. this is burn second verse what is it? It's a my voice memo. like he said you know it's it's always more so it's like it's just, it's just a long time coming for a lot you know the yeah. funny thing is like we're already on next like that we're it's so funny how this stuff works like we're and, already and, ready to go whatever theory you want to form off that statement it's valid, you know. Anything <laughs> happens. Yeah. We're gonna go hang out with Alan in a couple weeks. <laughs> all right, I plead the fifth. I say no more. <laughs> now, um, you know, when I watched the video for Burn, it felt more like I was watching a movie. And you know, there, that's Casey. That's Casey's stamp. All Casey, yes. Okay, we was it. just cinematic. We was just muscle. Yeah. <laughs> So tell us about that, Casey. Who was like some of your inspiration for that? Because you know there there are some bands that do put so much effort into music videos, even though there isn't necessarily necessarily like a TRL or a Stevens Untitled Rock Show anymore. You know that used to actually play music videos on TV. Like that 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 platform doesn't exist anymore. Obviously, we got YouTube, but you know people need to know who you are before they go to your YouTube. So why did you guys invest? so much time into filming like this cinematic movie style music video rather than just like going playing in top of a parking garage or whatever some bands do that's a lot cheaper 
<laughs> so um i think <laughs> i think a large piece of that for like just how hard we went on the video has to do with the fact that it was a lot of people's first impression of us and i didn't want their first impression of us to be us in just some room playing our instruments and doing like a performance video. Um, I have a background in photography and cinematography and I already knew that like I've worked on a lot of other bands videos. I didn't want a video that was going to be mediocre. I wanted this to be kind of like, I guess uh, the apex of what I had done to this point. I mean, the original concept actually came up because I was on another project and Ron had mentioned something about, a wheel spinning <laughs> yeah. and him being on it and people With throwing stuff at him. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And like, just that, like just that statement right there kind of like got my brain turning about like, Oh, we should try this. Like, and the, the whole point of doing like a, a carnival sort of situation, which this is like a kind of an evolving topic uh, or a uh, subject, but um, the, the whole carnival thing is like, people don't do carnivals, right? Like you, you think of a carnival, you might think of ICP, but ICP is like so old now. Like when did when was ICP big? Like two thousand, like early two thousand. Oh, like I, I would say even earlier than that. Like you'd say yeah, it in the so, membranes, like ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, no, that's emoji shit right there. But right, so like when you think of a carnival, you don't really have many band associations, especially if you're like younger twenties in your teens, like people don't have that association. Now my friend, Tim, who actually is the director of photography for the project the entire time, it couldn't stop reminding me. He's like, is this an ICP video? I was like, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, no, we Tim. just, we wanted this to be memorable. And cause like, I just remember growing up too, you know, and thinking about like my chem music videos, like they were very memorable. Like yeah. you always remember those videos. And if, you know, if things turned out well, people really like the music, they really like the sound. Why would you want to package that with a mediocre ass video? Like literally the last thing I want to do is go into my comments, right. On, on the video and be like, wow, this music's great, but your video's trash. Good job. Like maybe I'll have a better budget next time. I mean, quite frankly, like we stretched the budget quite a bit. We built it ourselves. You know, we put a lot of effort into this, you know, especially weeks, having weeks. some of my resources, I we're, we're able to take raw material and make it into something amazing. Cause I mean, yeah, it's something, it's something that was more than you asked for. I gave it to you anyways. I'm sorry. <laughs> no the dream I, team. I love that. Now was that filmed in the Maryland area? Cause it seemed like it was like in the middle of Kansas or somewhere. Casey's front yard. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's my front yard. So I live on, it's 10 acres of land. Um, yeah. So I got permission from the homeowners. I said, Hey, and, uh, you know, I build a nice little carnival out here and, (laughs) and we did it. We did it. So yeah, no, it it is the middle of nowhere in Maryland. though. It is Mm bonfucked Egypt. We've traveled there many of times. (laughs) uh, Where do you live now, Mike? I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. But I'm from Long Island. Oh, so I'm about to say you you know exactly what bumfuck is. You live in North Carolina. <laughs> no, Char- not in Charlotte. Charlotte's booming, dude. It's crazy. Charlotte's busy. It's busy. It I definitely love North is. You don't got to go that far, though. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't have oh, to go man. too far. It's kind of crazy where if you go like 45 minutes away, you're like, wait, where the hell am I? Like, I thought I was <laughs> in <laughs> a, a hop yeah. happening place. 
I'm about to say the cool thing about Maryland is you get a lot of variety, like the drive from one side of the state to the other, excluding the Eastern shore yeah. is only like a two hour drive. Yeah. That's I'm like trying the to think of state. bands that I know from Maryland. And the only one that's kind of coming to me is good Charlotte. Like I know that they're from all time low. All time low. low. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Turnstile. That's right. Um, uh, oh, periphery. Heard. Periphery, yeah, I'd periphery. say periphery, I'm pretty sure is oh, and uh Tosin from Animals as Leaders. I'm pretty sure he's a DC guy as well. Good Tiger, that's another DC band. Yeah, they're all over the place, you know, it's just different genres. Yeah. Now, when you guys were talking about like, oh, we wanted to make the shift from being a local band to to being more of a on the national stage, you know, what what was your your scene? Was it the the Maryland scene or were you guys transitioning towards like the dc area to play we most had, of your shows we had just started branching out before like because i joined the band on their last cp and then casey joined shortly after and then like that's when things started getting like super serious um and we we just started branching out we we didn't really know how because it's like it's not like we can quit our jobs and tour and and make it like i like back in the early 2000s bands could just go and do it and and gain fans. I don't think you can do that. I don't think people do that anymore. Like, I don't see how that is not profitable, but like marketable. So we, we hit like social media hard. We use Twitter, like MySpace pretty much. That kind of thing. <laughs> nah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Twitter is MySpace. Yeah. yeah. And we just started branching out. And then, um, another member left and it was just us four. And then it was just like, how do we, how do we do this? What do we do? How do we put this out on our own? Because we had no idea. You know? We had no idea yeah. that we were going to get signed or anything. We just knew it was cool and people needed to hear it. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, cool. So um, I, I guess fast forward a little bit, you know, you, you got the single out. It's it's getting attention from a, a lot of uh, listeners like myself. And I, I scream, no joke, I took a screenshot when I went to your Spotify and it showed zero monthly listeners. And I was like, this could be like my, my fallout boy, because when I was in <laughs> high school, I went to see fallout boy in a 200 cap room before, you know, it was like right after Damn. take this to your grave came out, but before from under your cork tree. So it was like, mm. you know, obviously once from under your cork tree came out, like they never saw up. him again. Yeah. yeah. And I that's like my story. Like, oh yeah, well, I saw Fallout Boy in a 200 cap room on Long Island. Like, mm -hmm. I took a screenshot of that because I was like, yo, zero monthly listeners. They're gonna be over a hundred thousand like by the end of the year and and beyond. And I'm like, I, I just need to blast that and be like, yep, day one. I was there. Day one. <laughs> day there. one. Yep. Absolutely. That's crazy to think because a lot of people are are. And I appreciate that. Um, I hope it does happen because this is all we've ever wanted to do. So like hearing this from everyone is just so like, it's, it's crazy. It, everything is happening the way that I, not, not that I know it would, but that I wish it would. So this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you're grinding it out and, you know, at first I was like, before I started to do a little digging, I was like, man, you know, this band kind of stepped in shit. Like, <laughs> they're, they don't even have any music out yet and they're signed the equal vision they're you know working with maddie from reclaim music i'm like man they, they got all the the right people Shout in their Maddie. corner 
And I'm like, <laughs> there's no, like, you don't hear of that happening much. Like fans got to grind it out a little bit and get their own, their own following. But now, you know, we know yeah. that you guys were, were, were doing that. So it's not like you guys just yeah. came out of nowhere. Like you guys were grinding in the local DC, Maryland, or was yeah. it the DMV scene? DMV. I would say yeah, I was DMV in bands since no, since the band since 2014. Yeah. Casey was in bands longer, even longer than me. Like I remember Warp Tour 2015. Me and Casey were we did the Ernie Ball stage, like the the Battle of the Bands Ernie Ball thing. Mm-hmm. Me and Casey yeah. were in separate bands on that. Oh, so that's like the first time I ever seen Casey, and it's just, now he's in. We're in the same band. It's fucking. It's so weird how life works, but. We've been grinding. It's, it's been a long, long time. <laughs> you know, it's even funnier, though. The first time I saw Casey was when his old man opened for four years strong. Hmm. That's, see? Life is amazing. Look at that. Yeah. The world is this big. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a good show, man. What was that? Can't Swim was on that? Can't mm. Swim was on that. The homies, uh, Lightyear's. Um, yeah, the band we cannot up. name anymore. Yeah, we right. can't talk about that band. <laughs> They're canceled. <laughs> yeah, uh, luckily, uh, you know, all the homies that we've made through this show, none none of our homies have been canceled. But got got to be a good person and not do shady shit. Hey, man, be the change you want to see. It costs zero dollars to be a decent person. Stand That's correct. That. There you go. That's correct. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, we're, we've been grinding. We've been grinding for a hot minute. Like, um, OLTL started 2015, um, and we was we was from the jump. We was pretty working pretty hard, right? Going like probably like three days a week. Yeah, like it. It, it was a it was a decent part time job at that point. You know, what I'm saying based on how much <laughs> we were. But um, yeah, I mean, Brendan's been grinding just as long, and then Casey's even longer. So like, worlds kind of just came together, and it was as much as we would love to play the industry plant card, it would be hilarious. We work too hard to let people say that shit. So oh, yeah, ah, yeah, we industry plants. Yeah. <laughs> we Is that a term? About- I didn't even know. Like, yeah. I, I, as I was talking about, I was like, what would that even be? Like a band that just literally like. The, the label creator they're out like, there they they're are out there, there huh oh they, yeah, yeah they exist yeah yeah they're not who you think they are though <laughs> you, gotta watch them. <laughs> you gotta watch them you can't trust nobody nowadays yo <laughs> touche touche now um are you, are you guys familiar with the band origami angel that's doing stuff in the dc area yes a little bit yeah kind of they yeah, come up on my name. Spotify. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard, yeah, I heard some of their stuff. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're on yeah. our. If you if you play Burn, like the Spotify Burn Radio, they come. Oh yeah, yeah, you did say that. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's All a right. lot of origami band names that come up. Actually, <laughs> Casey, you guys Casey was secretly in one. just into origami. <laughs> uh, Casey had a band. What was it? Yeah. Origami Angel. Uh, Army. 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 Yeah, yeah, origami Neo. Army with Neo. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. That's Neo. a whole nother uh-huh. project. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all different origamis. 
Now, well, that works. B- before we talk about, you know, some of the touring stuff, but uh, I do see in your background, Brandon, your Brett Burns jersey. And, you know, th- we are typically a hockey and music podcast because <laughs> there's a crazy crossover. So I thought that there was going to be like, one- once I saw your band profile, I got super pumped. But you've you've clarified that you are not actually I, a hockey fan. I made damn sure I clarified that shit in the first <laughs> message. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Here it is. I like sharks. I love sharks. Favorite animal. <laughs> my f- my favorite number is the number eight, and the song is called Burn. So I had to get a Burns jersey. That's all that is. Makes sense. Hey, hey, makes I can't, sense to me. I can't watch TV. I don't have the attention span for it. I'm gonna be honest. Can't do it. Hey, it's a sweet jersey. He Brett Burns has maybe a better beard than Casey does. I, I don't does know he? if you. I know he's missing research. a tooth. Oh, he's missing I a lot some. of teeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a beard Wait, like what, what, ZZ Top. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, what's this guy's You're name? You're going to make Brett Casey Burns? jealous. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking Casey. it up. Oh, he's 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 a legend. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> that, oh. <laughs> Yo, homie's missing some teeth. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> oh, that that is a hockey player through and through. He is missing some fucking teeth. Uh, have you ever? <laughs> he doesn't have an epic beard. Have you ever talked to calling out captains? Yep. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm talking to Nick from from there. We I've looked up to them for a long time, so we're on the same label. It's cool shit. But I was talking to him when when we go on tour. I'm sure it'll happen at some point. I'm trying to play street hockey. I'm hell on skates. Inline the the four wheel skates. I'm I'm dusting you. <laughs> so any. I'm out there nice. I'm like Wayne Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got the Sharia Moore is, hockey is... team on the go. Street right. hockey. I'm good. You're the, <laughs> you're the goalie, bro. Nope, I'm good. Nope. We throw him but, in like uh, Goldberg the I goalie. I usually keep up with hockey. So like Blackhawks are in my squad. Um, yeah, I don't really pay attention that much. I just... I like the aesthetic. I was going to say that. So, yo, like, when my family first got HDTV, yo, hockey just looked so good. I was just watching it. I was like, look at the ice, man. It's just so great on the TV. <laughs> that's why I started it. Like, in high school, I used to watch it all the time just because it looked so good on TV, man. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it, it really playing. has done wonders for the game because when I was young watching hockey and on a tube TV, man, it was brutal. They actually had it like make the puck glow so people could follow it because it was like your TV was you, you couldn't see it. So All pixel, yeah. Now that HD TV does exist and people got like sixty-five inch TVs in their living room, it's just like, whoa, this is almost as good as being at a game. Not as good, but almost. I went to a Capitals game when I was younger, and I did get a hockey puck somewhere. I should have looked for it before this started, but yeah, I've, I've never, I've never been to a hockey game. It's cool. We should go. Your ambition was to be a mighty duck. Mighty duck. <laughs> they did bring the show back. Did you watch any of them on Disney Plus? No, I haven't watched it yet. It's it's not it's not great, but uh, it does <laughs> not gonna watch it. Just watch the old movies, then yeah, I'm good. Yep, they don't do justice for the old movies, but it is what mm-hmm. it is. So I, I do want to talk about, you know, the, the country and the world opening back up. You know, we, we do see bands already playing shows and, and such. And you guys got one on the schedule. 
and it's with a former guest of ours with uh driveways which is also another another band that just like came out of nowhere they have a crazy spotify like following and when we interviewed them they were like yeah we're just like a spotify band (laughs) we we don't even know if we have fans out there that actually would come to our (laughs) shows and you know long story short they sold out their hometown show and and you guys are playing it so yeah we got a couple people coming from maryland just to come see us the a1 day ones we had a couple members coming through so we got a squad coming yeah, <laughs> I love I love driveways though. I been listening to them for months. I honestly didn't even know they were on the bill when We Demand Parachutes hit us up. I didn't right. know that they were on there until I got the email from our booking agent. Shout out Jacob. We I don't know how we got this team. <laughs> Everybody always tells us like, "Hey, you guys have literally the best people in the world." Like when you're, how did you I get this? How did you get this? And I'm like, we literally built I don't the know. team. <laughs> 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 like, like we, yeah, like we all these forces came together and it's just this thing now, like this unit and like, we really, we got some, we got some Kayla's on the team. You feel me? <laughs> I feel it. Yeah. It's just like a lot of, it's mad important being successful. Like you surround yourself with other successful people. Yeah. You know? And I say that's how we got here. You, I, you guys are around me. That's how, that's how I'm here. You around us, Paco. <laughs> I put, I put, so you guys think, you guys think you're moving the pieces, but it's me. I, I'm moving you guys around me. Cause you guys are the, uh, great, the great ones. I'm the recruiter though. That is true. I'm capping right <laughs> now. Ronnie, Ronnie recruited everybody into this band. Me, Casey, Trey. My dog is freaking out. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Nah, we had a couple of demos initially started out. I hit Trey up like, "What's up, bro? I know, I know you'd be singing a little on him, yeah." So then, yeah, boom, Trey's Me. in. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, another lineup change happened. It was like, "Hey, Brando, want you like?" We went in. Come over here, like, <laughs> let's go. Want you in the in the band in the band? Yeah, I want you to be in the band in the band, like. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, I, still, I, still, I still have your first messages, I think. Yeah. It's somewhere up there. Our threads are long. Like, we like to bullshit with each other a lot. For real. Yeah, we talk um, too much. Yeah. But then uh, <laughs> another lineup change. Boom. Hey, yo. This is the funniest. This is the funniest one, though. So after our old guitarist left, we were us three and our former bass player. Um, we're we're all in a group chat talking like, yo, so who are we gonna go like like we got a couple things coming up, like we need somebody. And we all said Casey. This is just like yeah, literally unanimous, like, all right, Casey, we coming for you, bro. Cause like we're <laughs> we're at we were at the point to where it's like we can't we, we can't have somebody in the band that doesn't want to do this because we are doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are all on the same page. Like, years are going. Like, everybody's 120%, like, on the dime. We are going to do like whatever we want. Yeah, this. invested. Like, this is... We love to do this. We love playing shows. We love seeing everyone hanging out. We love writing music. It's just like, we can't afford to have somebody that's just like, eh, I do this for fun. They were like, who's... Not for me. Who, who's well, that? Casey. Casey. <laughs> 
I was gonna hit Casey up, right? And I wasn't like I was like, all right, I gotta let him marinate. Like, all right, I gotta get. I'm gonna hit him up, right? So I go to hit him up, but I see he already. He already had a plan, right? So he wanted to he wanted to collab on some solo stuff, and we'll get to that eventually, you know. Uh, fuck <laughs> you! He never plans on getting into that. He is fucking lying. So Casey, oh, we'll shit. get to it. I'll play bass. I'll play bass. I'll play bass. <laughs> like, oh man, hey man, like I got some solo stuff. You want to collab on it? I was like, yeah, man, sure. Like, send it my way. Like, when when get saucy over it, right? Then he asked how we were doing. And then I was like, hey, yo, funny, funny that you asked that and that you hit me up because I've been meaning to hit you up. And um, I told him we had a couple of dates and sent him the set list. And yeah, Casey is uh, this in is the band, big... in the band. Yeah, he's Casey's in the band. Yeah, the I, band. I don't think like, Casey expected this. Like three days. Nah. Have you ever like been on a boat and then you got caught by like, a current and it's just on the it just current. kept taking you you <laughs> you can't like, get out oh, <laughs> bye <laughs> yes but look the, the current the current is taking you to like the bahamas you know, it's not like it's taking you to dundalk you know what i'm saying the, the current took you to bahamas you can't you can't blame the current hey you know i'll take yeah. the bahamas over dundalk let's go i would too fuck dundalk that's fucking amazing and you know what? Moral of the story is my solo stuff never got finished. I blame fucking Ron. Look at that. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Bigger hey. fish, bigger mm. fish in the pan right now. You feel me? I do have some fish. I'm gonna cook it soon. I'm gonna think of you. I did just pick up some fish as well. I don't this have any great. fish. I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm a vegan. So sorry, healthy. I don't have any fish either. You're vegan. I thought about going ah. vegan. Yeah, since since January, I've been vegetarian for like six years. But is went... it easier going from vegetarian? No, no. <laughs> it it it, it no. really at at home it's not bad. Like at home, I could do it forever. Mm-hmm. It's like this past some uh like June, I took a road trip up to New York and drove, and it's like the little things like oh, I need to get food. I'm going to go to this rest shop. And then you go into the rest stop and you're like, wait, I can't eat anything here. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm going to say. That's got to be challenging. Yeah, I don't know how like dudes do it like on, on tour. It, it I couldn't imagine. Jacob said he has like spots everywhere because that's like the first thing he asked us. Like, hey, when you guys go on tour, I know all the vegan spots. So I I thought it was going to be easier. But from what you're saying, I guess it's fucking suck if i do want to do it It, it's definitely not hard when you're in a city like when you're Mm -hmm. in a city there's yeah tons of vegan spots it's you know when you're doing those 10 12 hour drives and you're only on like 95 or 81 or whatever and yeah all you got is those rest stops that are right there that's when it sucks we might have to get crafty with the grill boys get some vegan sausages (laughs) (laughs) some sausages We've never toured, so we are we will be figuring that out just like everything else we've had to figure out this last like year. So so let's talk about that. That's exciting. So are are you guys in in works of, of like building a van or are you gonna rent a van? Uh, what, what's uh, I would love I got, to build I, a van. I, 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 I would love to, build it. 
I, I'm hey, down. I you know I'm down. Band, boy. I called Exhibit. He, uh, he said he's coming through next week. So, you know. Pit my <laughs> stingy yeah. tour bus. Pit my, my, yeah. uh, my sweat definitely wagon. Gonna it's definitely going to break down on the mm-hmm. first tour. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, it, it mm-hmm. wouldn't be a tour if it didn't break down, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it breaks down. <laughs> We're getting AAA. Definitely get AAA. I don't know if AAA will cover that, but probably not. Oh, I'm getting quadruple A then, and maybe they'll get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to fix that shit. Shoot, what AARP? I mean, bro, help. So Casey's the handyman in the group too. So not only just a videographer and photographer, but he. He could build Casey, stuff. Casey is a fountain of knowledge on endless yes. topics. The, can... the farmer's almanac. Yes. AKA Casey Reed. I know how to build I've had buildings. Quite a few that's life it. experiences. Yeah, Brendan's great at drywall. He helped me with some uh, drywall stuff. <laughs> I do. I did construction for like eight years. I do like everything from the ground up. So like anything but the steel beams is what I did. Like all the metal framing. Yeah. Um, I'm I, nice I think, I think equal equal vision is going to hear this, and they're going to be like, "All right, you guys are building your own van." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, we, no we are doing that regardless. <laughs> but uh, no shit, I did go through quite a few mechanic classes, and I've worked on like all my vehicles, except for my current vehicle. That's European, and they're different. But <laughs> yeah, I'm good with cars. But guess what? I'm not doing. I ain't building a damn van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work, man. <laughs> Mm. I, I meant more or less uh, gutting out the back of one and building yeah, yeah, that's that, that's what I, I'm like, you know, buying oh, a no, sprinter or I, something I, I and gutting it out. And I would love to do it to a sprinter if we no, if somehow building it from the ground up. Like we got, we get a frame, you know. Oh yeah, we know you were it. thinking that. Yeah. But you watch American Chopper, right? Like how they really be building them bikes from the ground up. Yeah, chop the whole roof off, add like six inches to that motherfucker, <laughs> weld it back <laughs> together. That's what Casey's thinking. Casey's thinking we we uh, double stack that shit. No, if we custom built a bus, you can't tell me it would be the best bus ever now, if yeah, we did it right. Yes, one hundred percent. Nobody can do it like us. If we wanted yeah. to do it, we would do it. Up. Like think about it. We could soup it up. So that we could have like great sleeping spots, electricity where we need it, you know, like a, a refrigerator, right? Something oh, for, you know, the storage. I'm just saying there's the opportunities. I want the whole thing to look like a V-Dub bus too. And I'm talking like late 60s split window, not that Ooh. fucking like full window shit. The split, the window. split window. Maybe have like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It would be the best bus ever. But that's the just shag and wagon. Yes. Shagging wagon. Yes, sir. Ding, ding, ding. That's a shagging wagon. Shagging them more. Some bands have had some interesting rides, man. Like Me Without You, they had an old school bus that ran on vegetable oil. Oh, shit. Yeah. They did most of their touring without even having to fill up at the gas gas station. I wonder how much that costs versus gasoline, like vegetable oil versus gas. Well, back in the day, you could just like roll up to a Chinese food place or a McDonald's and get their old oil uh, and just use that. But Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I think they've gotten a little more strict That's... when people started converting, like, you know, Mercedes and stuff to run on it. Like, they would take a diesel okay. engine that can run on it. Damn. 
Wow. Wow. That's genius. Yeah, I I'm, not, I'm not that bright in that area. <laughs> Maybe we can look into like a, an electric bus. Like an electric thing. <laughs> Are we doing the electric slide on the electric bus? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, we're going to be the first band with a Tesla. Mark my words. Tesla, can we get the Tesla truck, please? Yes, I'm down for the Tesla. The thing that looks like the Halo Hummer, I'm down. <laughs> yes, I'm yeah. the down. Halo Hummer, but with like Nintendo 64 graphics. Yes. The Warthog, yes. Okay. It's, a, it's eight bit. The eight bit Warthog. <laughs> you guys got tons of plans, man. I love this. Ever, <laughs> never ending. We're, That's... we're just can't, like just it's totally getting like them out on the bar down breakdown. Right. I think the original question was, are we touring soon or something, right? <laughs> That's where we were oh, getting yeah. towards. Yo, we were never going to actually answer the question. We're going to answer everything around the question. <laughs> That's what I was I'm saying earlier. Also, like, let's talk merch designs. What merch designs you guys got coming out? Uh, I think these will already probably be out. I can probably show them, right? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. I, I guess. Um, they, they got my hand right Hey, now, hands up. Oh, yeah. uh, you the one doing it. I couldn't believe it. So I sketched some stuff in my in my. I'll take one for the team. Okay, that's not. And you you right. sketched them yourself. This is Trey. Yeah, Trey did. Highly, I gave them like rough sketches, and they made them look prettier. But in, like the handwriting and stuff was like, whoa, that's like my handwriting. That's and wild. the heart. Yeah. Here, I'll pull. I'll pull up your message. Actually, that's awesome. Now, I I did hear some some rumors that there's like merch shortages going on with a lot of bands and and like. Huh? Even really? vinyl shortages and and I heard of vinyl shortages. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that from like Neither. because I haven't been keeping up. Apparently, yeah. e- even like Pure Noise Records came out and said like, "Hey, like once you start going to shows, don't yell at us because the prices are going to be way more expensive than what you're used to." And it, I, mm-hmm. I guess it's because of the, some like printing and 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 getting blank shirts is like super hard to get get your hands on. I could see that because like everything was shut down for a while, so maybe everybody's getting back into it. So maybe that is something to do with it. But I haven't I haven't heard too much about that, at least from um, news to me. Yeah, hmm. our stuff's hmm. gonna be on downright merch. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that there was gonna... actually a merch company in Albany. It was either like Merch Now or Merch Direct or one of them was. It might be it might be Merch Now because I I know. Say champs did a lot of stuff. Yeah. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. It'd be completely wrong. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time on here. Oh, I found it. Oh, that yep. the, the original jar. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's OG. So are are you a graphic designer or just doing some drawing on the side or he was BSing. Yeah, I was gonna say I he was, was probably just... high as a motherfucker and was like, hey, sketching. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When, when are we? When put are this we? on a t-shirt. Like, so yeah, I was just like, oh, is, wow, that actually I mean, turned out to be something. That's this awesome. is the the first drop. It's probably already out by the time people see this. That's awesome. Well, yeah, you you got to be all ready to go with uh, uh, your, your driveway show in a couple of weeks by the time this drops. So yeah. I, I do want to talk about that one one more time. You know, you got one song right now with burn how are you going to put together a, a full set when you we're going to play burn six times six times six yeah. times six, six times styles too 
And not because we don't have more songs. That's the only song we know. <laughs> we got the one song and then we just turn it to a jam band. Yep. But you seen the Grateful Dead, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Just like that. Drag it out and play a thirty-minute version of Burn. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. <laughs> no, we got, we got, we got some things. You know, we're Before playing everything. That, okay. If if yeah. you haven't gotten tickets to the show, it's sold out. I'm sorry, but if you can scalp some, we're playing everything at that show. Now it's a Hannah Montana cover set. Would you guys play some songs from your older project or that's dead? Like you are um, dead. Dead. There's some Don't, sort of dead. Dead. But but it's not gonna be anytime soon. Yeah, not anytime soon. There's some, there's some situations they might, you know, creep up, but we got we got other shit to take care of first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I, I guess at this point in our uh, interview, is there anything else that we haven't covered that you guys want to get out to some of your listeners and, and some of uh, our listeners who might not know you guys yet? Be good people. Uh, Be the yeah. change you <laughs> want to see in everybody's, the world. Everybody's readjusting back to like what was normal life. So like if you, like if somebody seemed like they're struggling a little bit, like be nice, help them out a little bit, whether it be whatever you do. But like, that's for real. Yeah, let's help each other. Good times are back. Oh yeah, it's time to go. It's time oh. to party. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I love that. You know, put that positivity out there and and just be a good person. Be kind, kind to your fellow man and. You know, yeah. we, we, we survived a lot and now we're, we're back out there and, and let's not take that for granted. Like, you know, I can't wait till I get to my first show. Um, I haven't had a chance to go yet. Probably won't be until like the middle of August. Uh, this band keep flying is going to be playing here in okay. Charlotte. Oh, Henry. Yeah. Good dudes. Yeah. Yep. Keep flying is the greatest. And, uh, it actually, it, it's going to come full circle. So they were the last band I saw before COVID and they're mm-hmm. going to be the first band I see after COVID. And it's mm. just like not even planned that way. Just total. It's meant to be. Meant, meant to, to be. be. Yep. It's kind yeah. of our last, our last show was actually ours. And I guess our first show will also be ours. So that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meant to be. Meant to be. Well, yeah. I know. I guess we did see four year last, right? Or no. Yeah. Yeah, we did. It was it was after, but um, yeah, wasn't I meant to wait. be. <laughs> I can't wait. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yes. over over a year. So, oh, are yeah. you guys trying to string some other dates around that date in Massachusetts, or is that just gonna be a one off, like driving uh, up to Massachusetts and then it, driving um, back home? Uh, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's it's, um, <laughs> um, it, it's a one off. No, it is a. It's just that day for right now, and then other things to do that you know next month. So also in Massachusetts, yeah. We also we got some secret squirrel stuff going on. Yes. You said what? Plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) What case you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Secret squirrel stuff. Pleading the fifth is going on (laughs) in that general time frame. No specific dates. Now, you know since. The Boston area is not too far from Albany. Do you think the Equal Vision homies are going to make their way out to your first show? 
Yep. Um, That's the plan. Stephanie's coming. I know that. Um, shout out, Wait. Stephanie. She's the best. I, I don't get told anything anymore. I just play the drums. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are in the group chat. You just don't remember shit. Yeah. We're, right. Yeah. But, yo, I'd be, like, you know, busy. I'd be working. Yo. It's all good, yeah. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, um, yeah, I think some of the some of the Eagle Vision homies are coming out. Some uh yep. some other reclaim um, reclaims in Massachusetts. Yeah. Right. So maybe maybe some of you know four year strong homies will make an appearance. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Mm. That'd be cool. That you know what? Would... I bet you Alan would come up to us afterwards and be like, You guys need to be better. Alan's kind of <laughs> like a dad. He wants the best for us, so I guarantee uh, he'd be like, "Wow, that was great! You guys need to be better." Hey, what, what are our, what is all that technology you guys are playing with? What is what are the you, there's there's noises coming out? You're not making them with your guitars. Where's your cabinets, Alan? You put this shit in here, Alan. You put this shit in our songs. What do you mean? What is it? Yeah, Alan's old school as fuck. Very old school. Very old school. Yeah. Hey. You know, I, I know one of the guys is like literally like building a house. I think yep. Jackson, right? Just like yep. building a house. Yeah, yeah so. he built yeah. shit. He's he's crafty. He's crafty with it. That's probably what I'll end up doing once we once we get up to our time. I'll just start yeah. a I'll start a side business. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. It's the most important thing as a musician I've learned. Yeah, have, have, have a side business. Side hustle. All right. I love that. Yeah, I'm all about that side hustle. I, 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 I wish that I wish that I could. Yeah, dude, I wish I could turn this podcast into something where that could pay more than like me going and getting dinner one night. But I believe in you. <laughs> I believe you, you can never do it. Know. You never know. We didn't know. You never know. Yes. We had no idea. That is true. Yeah. Just yeah. me putting false hopes in their heads. And now we're here. That's what yeah, Brendan talked a lot of shit. You know, he's like, yo, we, yeah, he's like, yo, we gonna make it, yo. Just watch, right. just watch, just watch. I'm like, bro, hey. like, it's... I don't know, yo. Talk a lot know. of shit or talk a lot of not shit because we're here. Yeah, we here right. now. Champ is here. Champ is here. talking a lot of not shit. I, I really do <laughs> appreciate all of you coming on, and you know, like I said, I've only heard one song and. I love what you guys have put out and how you've totally mixed so many of these genres that I love, that our listeners love. And it doesn't just sound like it's mixed. Like it somehow makes sense. Like it, it works. Oh, hold up. Time out. Funny. Funny. You pointed out the R&B stuff earlier. Oh, yeah. You always say this. So we were, what, we were working on the record, right? And you was like, what did you say you wanted to do? He was like, um, some heavy metal Jodeci type stuff. That's it right there. So that's, yeah. That, that's, Shout out to that's you. That's you. That. The R&B. Yep. That, that should just be your Spotify bio. Heavy metal Jodeci. <laughs> heavy metal Jodeci. I love that. <laughs> you, well, have, you ever, have you ever looked at Driveway's Spotify bio? I have not. Dude. So. Do yourself a favor and look at Spotify's uh, um, driveway Spotify bio. It's fantastic. Doing it right it's now. Like, if you like 2000 
four to two thousand eight pop punk, then you'll like us <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, well, I actually do like that type of music. I, I love I love when <laughs> bands do that. They're like real informal in sections of their like you know imagery that's supposed to be formal. You know. <laughs> If you enjoyed pop punk post hardcore music from the 2002 to about 2008, then you might like Driveways. But even if you don't, you still might. We don't really know until you give us a listen. <laughs> it's Let fantastic. Thanks. Love it. Yeah. So, like, heavy, heavy metal Jodeci would definitely catch old dudes like myself, like, oh, I'm going to give this a chance. <laughs> uh, we're, yeah. call- we're calling it new punk. So, like, new yeah, metal, but yeah. new punk. That's what we're pioneering. Trey's the Trey's the captain. The, it ain't just about the music though. Like it's about the attitude and like really like not caring about like this is whatever what, we want. This is what I want to do. Like we we both are into a lot, of, or we all are into a lot of like different things, and we all just bring it to the table. And I yeah. feel like we don't overdo it too. Like everything is just the way it needs to be. So like, <laughs> um, it it co it's more cohesive that way because there's not too much of there's no excess, you know. Mm. Yeah, like I said, it it definitely works. Like it it doesn't just sound like you're like oh let's just mix all this shit and hopefully it'll stick. Like it uh, yeah. it it works. So we'll literally be in sessions like up multiple times. Oh uh, yeah, there's definitely multiple times. The first idea isn't where it ends. What it ends oh, up yeah. being, mm-hmm. it goes through this a crazy metamorphosis. Every yeah, that's the, exactly. <laughs> you know, every single time. But yeah, we'll, we'll literally be in sessions, like listening back to stuff, and then like, oh yeah, some some of this stuff will go hot over that, under that, whatever. Some like, sugar, spice, and everything nice. Then you get the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yes, so. the sky's the limit, dudes. I, I'm I'm super pumped to to see some some footage from that first live show, and then just keep following along with all the the new music that we may or may not get, or we will get, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is, all valid. Whatever your theory is, it's valid. Just think, of, just go with it. There all you right, go. Uh, I'll, I'll just start coming up with crazy theories like. You guys are building an electric van bus touring the touring with simple plan and <laughs> actually mm. be a rocket ship and we're gonna be the first band to do a concert on the moon. And there you go. It, it, that sounds valid to me. Yep. Valid. <laughs> the dark side of the moon though, we're gonna play the, the Floyd record front to back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh god. Yeah. I won't be there for that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Well, dudes, I, I really do wish you all the best. And like like I said a few times, you got all the right people in your corner. So sky's the limit. You guys could definitely uh, do something cool that, you know, is, is way bigger than just the, the Maryland scene. And uh, here at Bar Down Breakdown, we're super pumped for what that may be. Thank you. Means a yeah, lot. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Oh, you know, we appreciate you. Yes. Hell yeah. Well, thank you for having us on. Yeah. yeah. And uh we'll 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 definitely uh throw you guys on our, our playlists and help get word out for uh Sherry and more, man. I, I'm super pumped, man. Yes. Man, 
Appreciate you, man. Yes. All right. Well, have a great night, guys. Thank you so much again. Thank you. You too, man. It was good talking to you. All right. See ya. back and that was sharia Moore. and um you know go <laughs> go check out that video man because you'll get to see uh you know someone get ripped up with a chainsaw and it's great um i think the one thing um and and you know like i said i, I wasn't a part of that interview but one of the one questions that i would have asked um i mean like the production value on burn, man, it's just like so heavy. And uh, it's so interesting how it incorporates some of those pop elements and hip hop elements and R and B elements, which is a really cool thing. in that crossover that we're getting with alternative music, but like, man, when those guitars first hit uh, in that like first verse, they're so crunchy, Ooh, man, it's just like dirty, dirty, dirty stuff. Um, but, um, well, you know, yeah. Alan from four years strong has his hands all over it. Oh, and yeah. when you think about when four years, four years strong first launched into like our scene, they were genre mixing. They were, you know, stepping, stepping out of the boundaries and doing, mm-hmm. doing stuff that was not really like, it was like really, really fast pop punk. Yep. That wasn't really the case at that point. Yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. But, and thank God, um, you know, after that first record, uh, the four year guys took a little bit more stock in, uh, in getting some deeper tones because the one thing I cannot stand about rise or die trying is the way it sounds. It's just like, it's got like breakdowns galore and all this stuff all over it, but it's just like a very, the only word I can really say to describe it is like the songwriting is great, but it's just like a goopy record. It's just like, it doesn't have any depth to me in terms of the way it was recorded. Obviously that's completely changed now. Brain pain, uh, you know, is just unreal. Uh, the tones that they were able to get on that record. And, and still to this day, I think brain pain is 
for your strong's best effort. But, um, so, you know, just cool, cool to know that they were able to, you know, work with someone who really understands the importance of getting a real dirty, deep, crunchy tone. And, and it shows in, in their, in their music. Um, but, you know, kind of cool to, to get to know them a little bit now. Um, was there anything, you know, out of that interview that you found to be like, something like really like kind of interesting that like you didn't know at all, like something that kind of like really jumped out at you. Um, just kind of how they went into recording the album, still thinking like, like local band. Yeah. And then like in that process, like a light went off and like, Nope, we're doing something that needs to be like bigger, like touring band, national band, like, getting on people's radars outside of just the Baltimore, Maryland, DC area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that, man. I think it's, um, it's, it's, it's awesome. I love it. It's cool. Um, and they also went into recording under mm-hmm. their old band name. Like that didn't yeah. happen yet. So like it, it, I guess when they were in the studio, something just felt different. Like they were yeah. like, we're a different band now. And that's why the rebrand and mm-hmm. everything happened. Did, um, and just out of curiosity, I don't know if you ha- had the opportunity to ask this question, but did Equal Vision sign them as Sharia Moore or did Equal Vision sign them as their old band? I don't want to be quoted on that because I don't okay. know exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think Equal Vision happened after they were in the studio. Got it. Okay. So then I, I think that's super interesting. Like, you know, like how, how that, that ends up playing out, but, uh, equal vision, man, they're, um, they're really starting to get very bold with the kind of music that they're, you know, the bands that they're signing, they're definitely jumping out of their comfort zone. And I think that the coolest thing about equal vision is like, really as a label, they started as a, as a, you know, as an Albany, you know, hardcore label, you know, I mean, like, that's what they did. They put out hardcore bands and then they evolved, you know, they ended up, uh, you know, having, you know, saves the day and, you know, Coheed and Cambria. And they started kind of straying from the, the, the mold of, of hardcore. And now of course they're at a stage where they're signing all different types, types of bands that are doing all different types of types of things. So, uh, you know, kudos to equal vision, man, they, they've got their finger on the pulse for sure. Um, yeah. So I think that's, that, that's awesome. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm stoked to listen back to the interview and, um, you know, see, uh, all of the fun stuff that you guys talked about, you know, you gotta, yeah, I, I, I just love when bands still value the music video. Yeah. Cause you know, they could have easily just cashed it in and yep. went to like the roof of a parking garage and film the music video like yep. every band does that and they they could have done that but mm-hmm. you know they really put so much thought into this release and like the rebrand yeah that it caught my attention and i'm sure it caught a lot of people's attention sure. and i love to see that i love when when even though i mentioned in the interview 
there isn't necessarily like a fuse or an MTV U or anything that's going to ever play these music videos. No, it's all YouTube, man. It's all like <laughs> YouTube and you getting it out. Like it's your responsibility yeah. as the band to get it out then. Yep. And mm-hmm. some bands just don't necessarily see that value mm-hmm. and others do. And yep. Yeah, there is there's no more Stevens Untitled Rock Show on Fuse, unfortunately. No. Sad says Steven sad like it. He's got to be somewhere still doing something he's, related to me. I'm sure he's somewhere doing something. Whatever that something is, I don't know. But he would be a good guest. Um, you know who would also be a good guest to get on? Uh, would be Jacoby Shaddix, lead singer of Papa Roach. I just love that fact. Just that what a great that. name, Jacoby Shaddix. Shaddix. That's, that's, that's why you got to have an X at the end of your name. I should change my name to Thomas Vicarix. It just sounds great. I love it. Dude, I just um, broke my crock, and I'm pretty sad. You broke oh, how did like how did you do that? The little strap thing broke. Oh. I fixed it. Oh, you fixed it. All right. Well, that's good. Um, but yeah. So now that we have working Crocs, we can put this episode to rest. Um, but definitely check out Sharia Moore. Definitely check out the video for Burn. It's all over the place. Go and they got them. a show with freaking driveways, which, man, I wish I lived in Boston. I would totally be there for. Yep, yep. Driveways, man, are another great band. We're another friends of the pod. Everyone is becoming friends of the pod. I love it. And um, But I, I, I hear a little birdie has told me that they've got a couple of other videos that will be dropping at some point uh, that are equally as awesome. Uh, as the video for burn. So keep your eyes peeled for what's coming uh, with Sharia Moore because they are dope. And we are super excited uh, to have them on. And we are super pumped that uh, they spent some time with us. So uh, on that note, I'm just going to breeze through it. Uh, you know, just make sure that uh, you subscribe to us on uh, your favorite place to get podcasts. Just so every Tuesday they'll drop right into your lap. So you don't have to go searching for them. Uh, as always, we are uh, churning out the content. We've got a couple of great episodes coming up um, in the, in the near future that are going to be really interesting. Uh, some hometown Orlando homies uh, and uh, some people from all over all over the place. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Um, go check out the hockey podcast network, which we're a proud part of and, um, go check out DraftKings uh, to get your draft Kings on. Um, now that, uh, the football season is kind of fast approaching, um, you know, DraftKings is super cool for that. Um, go, go make yourself some money, you know, like go pick a, go pick a team, you know, like or don't, Olympian or an Olympian. Yeah. Look, I mean, like you could, you know, Tokyo 2020 is fast approaching, man. And, you know, you could win some money. have already approached. Yes. It will have approached and you could win big money. If you uh, pick your favorite 400 meter relay or pole vaulter, or uh, there's so many different well, Olympics what's things. What's Brendan Burke calling? What is he uh, calling? Maybe rowing. Good for him, man. I, I love me some Brendan Burke, man. He's got a great haircut. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And I think he likes taking back Sunday or something uh, or Jimmy Eat world. Uh, but that's all I got for you guys. Uh, so go ahead again, check out Sharia Moore, uh, check out the hot, the hockey podcast network, check out all our socials, check out our uh, former guests, pop punk playlist that we are always adding new music to on Spotify. Go listen to some music, go to a show, buy some merch, support your local venues, support bar down breakdown. Did we officially launch our uh, uh our yeah. 
t-shirt endeavor? Yeah, probably by the time this comes out, it'll be officially released. Okay, so, yeah. so then I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it. We uh we have a cool Teespring uh, store coming up with uh, some of our classic bar down breakdown merch, as well as uh, some really cool merch for uh, the Isles meetups groups that you know that Mikey runs. So go support us there if you can as well. We would definitely appreciate that. Uh, Teespring is super cool, great shirt, and if you know super me, comfortable. I love me a good tank top. So now you yeah. can get those two designs, two bar down designs in tank form. We also have it in hoodie and zip up form. Mm. So even, even a big boy and big girl sizes. So yeah, which is good because I'm a big boy and uh, it's very important that uh, I can, I can rep the stuff I love and sometimes they don't make it in, in, in the big homie sizes. So you've got it. So go check out our Teespring Uh, link will be up by the time this episode drops and uh, that's it, man. So, you know, go have yourself a blast and, uh, Remember, um, when this episode comes out, free agency will be just a mere couple of days away. Cool things coming. Mikey? All right, Tom. It's been real. Peace be with you. You guys can't see it, but I'm doing my Brandon Tanev face. (laughs) And also with you. (laughs) 